Welcome to the Dog Spot Podcast with Melanie and Katie, where we're going to talk about everything dogs, especially wellness. That includes dog behavior, force-free grooming, nutrition, and lifestyle tips. This podcast is for general information only. It's not intended for medical advice, diagnostic, or treatment. Make sure to always check with your vet and consult when needed or talk with your pet care specialist for specific advice for your pup. Welcome back to the Dog Spot Podcast. Today we're going to be talking to you all about probiotics. So this is episode three and yeah, we're going to cover all about probiotics, which is a whole lot of information. Very, very interesting podcast episode, you guys. So don't be shy to, there's going to be a lot of information regarding digestion, the gut flora, the immune system, a cure, allergies and tolerances why use it, how to use it for puppies, for seniors, etc. We're going to go above and beyond about this product because it's so multi-use, multi-function. And it does and so much. could be used for pretty much everybody. Yep. So don't be shy to save this episode and we listen to it at other times because there's going to be a lot of information for uh, different products because maybe there's going to be a specific one better for your dog than another yeah so not all probiotics are the same so that's why we want to go into detail about them there's different ones that are going to be targeted for different things different age groups different situations so let's go into it so So the question first why (laughs) probiotics so the latest research points to the gut being responsible for more than 80 percent of the immune system that's a lot. The main yes. component of a healthy gut is the friendly bacteria that live in there. So that's the probiotics. Um, these bacteria combat bad bacteria. So they're the gatekeepers that stop intruders and keeping the mucosal lining healthy so the body receives all of its vital nutrition. Isn't that interesting? Very interesting. So often enough, if we're having health issues, the first thing we do is that we have to go and help the gut. Yeah. We don't have to think... First things first, when my dog is having health issues, oh, it's allergies. No. That is that is coming after. Yeah. Usually, it started with something digestive. It started in the gut. Now, what sucks a little bit is that the dog can't really talk to us. We mm-hmm. have to look at signs above and beyond. Okay, is my dog in pain? Uh, my dog's stomach is grumbling. Why? Yeah. It, has there been any change in appetite? How are the poops going? Because sometimes people tell me, oh, well, my dog refused the food. Well, maybe it's because your dog has a stomach ache. It could be nothing, too. That's the problem. It could be nothing also, but then people just think, okay, my dog doesn't want to eat because he's picky. Yeah. He doesn't like his food. No, he could have a stomach ache. Mm -hmm. He's maybe refusing to eat what's in front of his bowl because he has a stomach ache. He's like, look, last time I ate this, I got sick. Yeah. Actually, that's kind of what happened with Chef, and we'll go in a little bit into detail with that later when we talk about why probiotics could be necessary for a senior yes um but without going into detail he started doing that to me for a while and i thought it was more behavioral then he started eating a lot of grass then he started having a lot of bile which yeah it could be linked to different things actually grass is a good subject to actually add on to this podcast Mm -hmm. why dogs eat grass yeah and usually yeah yeah we're gonna talk about that later you want to talk about it now Let's talk about it now. Let's talk about it now. Okay. Let's talk about <laughs> <So> grass. <laughs> let's talk about grass. We're adding things. We have a script, guys, that we're kind of following a little bit. But if there's like things we talk about between each other and then something comes up, well, hey, you go. We got a new, new idea and we're adding it to our podcast. Yeah, because that, that's a good point to bring up, actually, because that's something that the dogs do have control over doing themselves in the summer. Yes. It's one of the only things that they're going to have access to that they can decide, I need that. I'm going to go eat it. Yes. So why is that? Why is that a sign? So when they're eating grass is definitely, well, there could be more than just one reason. One reason being because they just like the flavor and they want to eat it. That's if a dog, no matter what's happening, even though his, the gut, everything's good. Let's say we're giving the best diet. Their poops are nice. We're giving them probiotics. We're doing all the supplements and everything to make sure they're optimal. Mm-hmm. And they're still eating grass. They just like it. But now, if they puke. After now, the if let's say they puke the grass, or uh, this could be an intolerance, like an issue with the pesticides. If there's pesticides in the grass, yeah, that's true. If there's any pollution, all these things, because it's outside, right? It's outdoors. There could be bad stuff on that. Yeah. Uh, side note to that, guys, if you see those little uh, those little signs on that the grass has has been treated, please keep in mind your dog eating that grass or smelling that grass, even having his paws going on that grass. They're tracking around toxins, so. It could potentially be dangerous to them. It could also not. They're, it's, you know, it's going to vary from zero uh, difference to some sort of reaction. Uh, every dog is different. But just keep that in mind. 
Yeah, so the grass, technically speaking, they it's a greenery, it's kind of a fiber. They want to help ease the, maybe the stomach ache that, he ha- that they have, and they're going to eat the grass. Mm-hmm. So those are for the those that we notice that they go outside all the time, but every so often, out of the blue, one day, they eat grass. Yeah. Why? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe he has a stomach ache. So that could be your first sign. That's That could be a sign. Now, if your dog eats it every day... Now it's just to figure out, does he have a stomachache every day? Mm-hmm. And we have to go through a whole uh, changing the diet, doing the supplements, optimizing its health. And then, okay, does he like grass or it's because really he has a stomachache? Yeah. Now, if everything's good and he's still eating grass, then, you know, maybe it's just because of a taste thing. Yeah. So coming back to the probiotics, basically what they're going to do is they're going to go regulate the uh, gut flora and the bacteria in the gut. So there's... Healthy bacteria, obviously, this is what we need in our gut. And then there's unhealthy bacteria, which can lead to leaky gut. It can lead to immune issues. It can lead to digestive issues. Um, a whole slew of things that then that can also lead to more and more and more. Oh, and it just goes from there. So if let's say we don't fix it or we don't take care of it right away, when we start seeing the first signs, then it could develop diseases yeah. and autoimmune issues and all that stuff. Exactly. So we're covering why grass can be a sign of digestive discomfort, yes. um, gut discomfort. Now, are probiotics just for digestive health? No, it's not. Absolutely not. No. So technically, when we're talking about gut flora, we're saying it's 80% of the immune system. Yeah. So especially, depending on the probiotics, again, which ones are we using? So there's a lot of probiotics on the market. And there's going to be probiotics that are just basically to help diarrhea. Mm-hmm. So if your dog has diarrhea, it has the good bacteria to get rid of diarrhea. But that's it. Okay. And it's not going to restore the gut flora, th- okay. those ones. Now, that depends on how many billions of bacteria that there is in the probiotic. Right. So this is why there's so many different ones on the market, which can be very confusing. Yes. Yeah, so... I would always do a research. If you don't, you don't want to do the research, go on and look at specialty stores, kind of like us, where we're going to tell you, depending on the situation, what your dog needs. If it's just for digestive issues that you just want to get rid of diarrhea, then we could just go with a basic probiotic. Now, if we have suspi- suspicion, or you know what, you just want to go with the best one because you want to optimize everything then we have the probiotics for that as well yeah exactly so it does cover digestive certain ones will cover digestive all of them all of them will do yeah at a basic yes then others will cover weight loss or weight gain others will cover immunity and allergies and and then you can really like you just said you can go for we're just optimizing the immune system at large to be able to combat Let's say this upcoming spring where there's going to be more exposure to bacteria. Or maybe you have a senior who's a little more sensitive, you know, and you want to protect their immune system. Or maybe you've got a puppy who recently is not drinking the mother's milk anymore and needs that little bit of a boost. So we're really going to go into detail about that right now. Yes. So now um, digestion wise. So they pretty much all of them will be good for digestion. Mm -hmm. You really don't need a lot of different kinds of bacteria to help with let's say diarrhea or loose stool even sometimes with loose stool side note we could try pumpkin uh, puree yeah that again if it's just a occasional diarrhea we could just go with from there if your dog is experiencing loose stool or diarrhea multiple times then that gives us a sign that the gut flora is unbalanced and then we're going to need one of those probiotics that are a little stronger that have a higher uh, amount of billions of different bacteria that are going to go and restore the gut flora. Exactly. So if your dog has a case of loose stool that's more often, uh, one of the that's pretty much going to be our first suggestion to start with a cure of probiotics. Um, so when we're talking about a cure, we're talking about a protocol of a certain amount of time that you're going to be giving the dog this uh, specific amount of probiotics. Usually we're going to go for a 30-day cure. Uh, so that's 30 days of the probiotics. And then we want to stop just to give the body a chance to, you know, make its own bacteria and reestablish the gut flora, uh, on its own. Now there will be some situations where you might need constant probiotic. You might need to go on and off probiotic, but if you have a dog that's hundred percent healthy, 
everything's going well and you still want to optimize the immune system, what I would recommend is giving one cure of 30 days in the spring and one cure of 30 days in the fall. The reason being that these are the two seasons that we're going to be exposed to the most amount of um, allergies, potential allergies. Or increased bacteria, bad bacteria in the environment. Exactly, which, you know, bacteria being around could lead to certain... Uh, viruses could have gastros so this is just basically optimizing your dog's immune system to be able to handle whatever's thrown at them so this is my perfect example of a healthy dog twice a year it's enough and with the types of probiotics that we have on the market we you know we work a lot with adored beast these are really high quality uh, products that you can keep in your fridge for quite a long time like I'll get a small bottle for my dog and my cat if I'm going to give it to them only twice a year, that bottle will stay in my fridge for a good year and a half and they're, it's going to be still good. Yeah, so now we're going to go more in towards uh, immune system. So they're pretty much, depending on, they have to be high and we're, we're going to have to go in the billions. Yes. There's certain probiotics that are even going to be in the millions of bacteria. That, guys, is not enough. Yeah, so that's something that the normal person is not going to know right like no. you, you you see million and you're going to think it's a lot and yes. it is but it's not enough there's just there's billions of bacteria in our gut mm-hmm. like billions and they all have their own function yeah some of them are going to be to uh digest certain foods some of them are going to just take care of the bad some specific bad bacterias uh some it's they're there to just boost the immune system uh, some are going to be specific to viruses and this and that. So you know what? It's just very, very more specific. And I think to know exactly which e- each one, each bacteria do, well, this is to the scient- scientists and stuff to really know or vets and stuff like that if they want to go really specific. But us, we just want to help you as a client, as just a dog owner. We want to simplify for you which one is what, why, and for what situation so that you know which one to buy. Exactly. So I had mentioned what a cure is. Uh, I'd also mentioned the different types of probiotics that uh, there are out there. And now we want to give you the difference between why it's so important to choose the right probiotic. Yes. So now why different probiotics? Why are there so many on the market out there? So sometimes there's going to be certain health issues that we're going to go on and they need something stronger mm-hmm. because their, their gut has been ruined for a really long time. So they might need an extra supplement in that probiotic or an extra herb or something yeah. extra. Let's say they have a stomach that's too acidic. So maybe they're, they're going to need like a combo of like enzymes with probiotic. They might need slippery elm. Slippery elm is something that's going to be more on the... Uh, stomach it's going to be like for the first phase of the digestion where it's going that's not necessarily a probiotic that's just an ingredient it's that's an going to soothe it's just going to soothe the stomach from uh stomach burns acid reflux like dogs that tend to uh, have nausea and stuff like that we're going to go more with that one or for vomiting so if we have a sign of vomiting there's going to be certain t- probiotics we're going to go more towards than others uh, others than that, there's also maybe uh, certain probiotics that are going to help more for if your dog has allergies or intolerances. There's maybe one we're going to go more towards. Uh, they're just more stronger in billions of bacteria, but as well they might have extra herbs or certain ingredients to help the immune system. Now We also have another one for dogs that have trouble putting on weight, right? Uh, yeah, so for those that have leaky gut. Leaky gut, So if exactly. we have a confirmed diagnostic from the vet, or we just confirm that the dog... Well, if the dog's skinny, if the dog's really skinny and can't on, can put some weight, it's because it's not absorbing the nutrients yes. in the gut. Yeah. That's where we're going to need that specific probiotic. Okay. So we talked about at least doing the cure in spring. Spring is coming, spring guys. We highly recommend it yeah. for every dog. Because it's really the season where, especially if you guys have snow in your area, it's the, the snow's going to melt, there's going to be full of bad bacteria in the environment, and most likely chances that your dog might get gastro. Yeah. And gastro is not always fun to treat. No. It's not fun. Um, so the immune system's low from our dog being in some sort of lockdown during the winter. 
for certain ones some of them might be more inside and indoors and don't go outside much during the winter so for those i highly 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 recommend those that go outside pretty much all the time in the winter there's less risks but again at least do it in spring once a year for those minimum minimum we highly recommend it you guys are not going to regret it yeah this is why i mentioned before too if you're going to pick any two seasons it's going to be spring and fall spring being for what mel just said fall being because august where we are in quebec is the highest time for uh histamines so uh pollen and airborne uh triggers so that's why i say fall as well you basically want to reboost the immune system there as well and um, then for us also during fall well the leaves are falling exactly on the ground and then those leaves with the wetness from the rain they're again full of bad bacteria yeah. so again that's another phase where you know your dog has been through maybe all of this pollution and toxins during the summer and all of a sudden boom bad bacteria with the leaves on the ground maybe eights he puts it in his mouth Boom, gastro again. Exactly. So you want to go a minimum of one to two times a year. Is it 100% necessary to do this all the time? No. If you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. Again, I'm saying gastro. What what does that even mean? Is that maybe your dog is going to have either or vomiting and diarrhea or one or the other. Yeah. But it could be somewhat sometimes very bad and you could end up at the emergency, unfortunately. A lot of people, it's normal. They just don't know what to do and it makes them worried. And they just go to the emergency and then the, the, the vet always just puts them on support. Yeah. Often enough, there's not much other than helping the dog is just to put it on support while Keep that it hydrated, while that yeah. bacteria and that virus goes out. Exactly. Is the only thing you could do is just support the dog until it's out. Kind of like us. Yeah. Same thing. There's not really a treatment for gastro for a gastro unless it's bacterial and then you use an antibiotic. But then antibiotic guys we're gonna talk about this right now usually it destroys everything in the gut exactly so after a, uh, a shot of antibiotics you do want to add some probiotics after that you want to do yes. a cure of 30 days yes because that's going to reestablish everything that was lost during that time yeah so if we don't want to bring that immune system down completely and then there's some vets they start to do it now where they recommend the probiotic yeah. at the same time yeah. so what you get the only thing we say and the vets say that as well is that once you give the antibiotic you have to wait at least four hours before giving the probiotic yeah the reason being is that they're going to interfere with each other so the antibiotic is basically going to cancel out any positive effect that you're getting from the probiotic. Well, they're just going to eat each other out, yeah because you you're know? putting bacteria on bacteria, bacteria. <laughs> <laughs> so the 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 antibiotic is there to kill everything. So if you're putting the probiotic there, it's just killing the probiotic exactly. and vice versa. The probiotic is going to kill the antibiotic. Antibiotic. Yeah. So, so we, we want to wait three, four hours after. So if you're giving your antibiotic in the morning, you can give your probiotic at noon. Um, just yeah, make just sure. Just give them separately. And, and like sure. you said, for us too, guys. <laughs> yes. For anybody taking antibiotics, take the probiotic to restore gut flora, but do it separately. Yeah. During the day, not at the same time, during the same meal or whatnot, it's just going to cancel each other out and then you're not really doing a treatment. Exactly. All right. So now we're going to go more towards, or we're going to talk about more of our dogs and what we're doing. We have a puppy protocol. What can we do for seniors that are a little bit different than just every dog out there that are just don't have specific needs yeah so i think that that would be a great thing to talk about because we spoke about how uh, a general healthy dog is gonna have maybe one or two cures a year in the spring especially maybe in the fall as well uh we could definitely talk about for puppies for seniors what we're giving our dogs and then i think it'd be cool to identify which type of probiotic is more specific to which kind of health issue yes so let's go on and saying what's a puppy protocol for probiotics now, this I've, I've uh, learned in my course of Zookesmetology, which was where I learned how to make my own products for the skin, for the fur. And at the same time, I mean, we're talking about ingredients to put in the products mm -hmm. and there's skin issues. Yeah. So obviously during the course, we, we spoken about skin issues. And then she said, you know, when there's skin issues, probiotics are great to help the immune system with 
Um, it's true because when you're having uh, issues on your skin, it's because the immune system is also high. Yeah, the gut is probably upside down. Okay, so then it becomes susceptible to other types of uh, manifests in different ways. Yes, so it's going to come out from the skin. So often enough, if a dog has skin issues, it could be first things first, if we just try to heal the gut, might just be the solution. So I'm going to give you a perfect example, and I love that example from my teacher, is that she... Um, she had one of her clients that had a skin tag, I guess we could call it, uh, that was growing inside the dog's mouth. Oh, yeah. On the tooth. Yeah. And it was just growing and growing and growing. And that just like, it's kind of like a viral type of thing. Yeah. So it just keeps growing. So we're just, you know, it's a, it's a virus. Now the immune system's not strong enough to fight it. So it just keeps growing and growing and taking over. Mm. Now, is it bad that it's there? No, probably what's going to happen is that the vet's just going to go under anesthesia and take it off. If it gets that bad, yeah. But then why put your dog under anesthesia when you could maybe try the natural method and not go under anesthesia and just give a probiotic that's strong enough that might just get rid of it on its own. Absolutely. So she said she recommended the Adored Beast probiotic and then 30 days after, the skin tag was very puny. Wow. Do you know which one that they suggested? It was the Love Bugs. Love Bugs. Okay, yeah. so we're going to talk about Love Bugs. That's... Uh... One of our best sellers, and for a good reason. We're going to go more into depth with that yeah, very soon. Absolutely. So let's get back into uh, puppy protocol. Now we were talking about how I learned these things of the puppy protocol. Why for seniors, what to do for seniors as well. I learned it all in this course because she had so much knowledge about ingredients and skin issues and anything, anything regarding those things, regarding the immune system mm -hmm. is that we have to go and help the gut that's the first thing we got to do yeah and that's something that we're gonna see i would say more often in seniors than in puppies when it comes to skin issues and the immune system yeah as they get older you know their their organs become more tired and their immune system is more tired so these little bumps and 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 things are gonna come up so why the reason being why there's a puppy protocol is that the it's a baby mm -hmm. and the baby is coming to this world with full of pollution full of issues not good quality ingredients not good quality so many things it's um it's 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 coming out as a baby doesn't have much of an immune system yet yeah you know maybe we gave it the vaccines that it, it you know it got the colostrum from the mother uh, they cancel each other out if you did the vaccines i've heard from dr albias that if you do it before 12 weeks by the way, might cancel cancel the natural immune system from the mother. So then it might cause the dog to have a lower immune system, be exposed to more dangers. Yes, so it might in just increase risks that the vaccines might have just canceled the natural immune system. And then we might... They're saying that the vaccines could have side effects. So this no. not it won't affect every dog. So guys, there's an article on his website. So you could go check it out that they're talking about over vaccination or how to vaccinate so they say to wait at least 12 weeks before mm. vaccinating i don't think that's a bad thing anyway let the body develop its own natural immunity to begin with yeah so that's one thing for puppies and uh so they're saying that often enough the already the puppies will start developing issues is the side effects from the vaccines okay. because it's a lot digestion so and puppies a lot of people are going to tell me my dog has soft stool has diarrhea and it could be a possible reason that it comes from there and not because bad genetics, bad breeding, all of those things. Me, honestly, before reading that article, I really thought it was, oh, bad breeder, uh, not good genetics. The, the parents are, don't have a good immune system. And that's the reason why the puppies are also bad immune system. But it just doesn't even mean... Hmm. nothing it could wow. be just about, about the vaccination wow so, so this is where the probiotics can come in that's where the probiotics could come in and help there's obviously from a dirt beast there's the rebalancer that it's called that could remove the bad side effects from vaccines so a great product to use whoever vaccinates use that you know, that product to save yourself as soon as possible from the side effects from the from the vaccines so you keep the immune system part from the vaccine but at least you remove the bad ones yeah because the side effects yeah from you, it. you can definitely as you guys all know if you've had your cats or dogs vaccinated there are side effects exactly so so why puppy protocol now we're going back to puppies why do you want to do a puppy protocol of probiotics so maybe because of that maybe because of the vaccines they're coming on this world again we're talking about was there any 
bad breeding? Was there stress? Was we there might mo- not know. We, we don't know, know this part. This is yeah. the, just is just the un- unknown. So again, we can't blame it on them. We don't know. This is really too much of the things we can't control, mm-hmm. but could come from there. And now to prevent digestive issues or health issues in the future, it is good to do a prevention. And we're doing a full uh, puppy protocol. We just call it like that. So what I would do is that I would do the 30-day cure, but we alternate between probiotics every month. Different brands. Different different, uh, types of probiotics. Yeah, so sorry. Not necessarily a different brand, just meaning a different kind with different types of bacteria inside. Exactly. So that we're really multi... Multi... uh, differentiate the mm-hmm. d- different bacteria that will go in the gut and yeah. solidify the dog's gut flora and make sure that his immune system is strong for the rest of its life. We're giving him the best chance with what we're giving them. Because we're yeah. thinking, you know, oh, it's a puppy, it's a baby, it's strong already, don't need to do anything right now. Well, the thing that we can keep in mind as well is that we're giving probiotics, which is bacteria that the body needs. It's not like we're giving medication or a certain supplement that's going to be completely useless. You know, we're not just going to be going and giving chemicals to a puppy and saying, oh, just take this in case. This kind of prevention is a prevention that's not lost. It's going to be a good a good thing, regardless. It's going to be a good thing because now what you're doing is that you're increasing your chances of the longevity of your pet as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Because you're already boosting its immune system and making sure his, the gut flora is ready for anything. So when we're talking about puppy protocol, you've recently done a protocol with Athena. I've been doing it with Afina now. Afina is almost, uh, well, she's four months now, uh, four and a half. And since I got her, I've been alternating between two. So every 30 days I give. And you know what? Sometimes it happens. I skip a few days. Mm-hmm. It's not a big deal. She could do it on her own. I've noticed even the days that I don't give, she's fine. She does have a tendency, though, I have uh, noticed is that when I change between proteins, or I give her something new, her stool sense tends to get softer. Okay, so, so she's sensitive to that. So I know, gut flora-wise, she doesn't have the best gut naturally. So it's kind of a good thing that I'm doing this protocol and that I'm even differentiating more than even two kinds. Okay, so you're going through more than two different kinds For of For now, it's two. So I have a third one that I will I'll integrate as well. Uh, different kinds. So what I'm doing is that I'm doing roots, uh, the wolf specifically one from adored beast from adored beast which we're going to talk about as well which we'll talk about uh, we'll give you the definition of each one and for why um this is specifically to canine this one as well as fidoflora which again is from adored beast fidoflora again very specific to canine so if you have a cat those are not those two probiotics i would not even recommend it for for cats so we completely skip those out but for dogs they're great they're the two best ones um, Fidoflora is just that it, ha- it has added herbs in it mm-hmm. for maybe intolerances or allergies. Reason being is that I already had it in my fridge for Myla. Myla passed away and I already have it. So you know what? Might as well use it. Mm-hmm. It's already there. And uh, it's the same base of uh, bacteria as love bugs. Yes. So you know what? Instead of just opening a new one and it has the same base, well, might not just use Fidoflora that I already have. And then my third one that I would add is Dr. Dobias Gut Sense. Again, I have it for Myla. It, it, it was her best one. Okay, so that was the most effective for her. It was the most effective for her. So they're there. Yeah, why not use them? And I'll just use them. Yeah. I'll alternate between all three and that's it. And so far, so good. Like she might have a soft stool for a day or two when she's on a new protein and then it goes away. But never. I think the only time she had diarrhea or certain like upset stomach was the first few weeks that i had her it's a big change it's a big change change. exactly so it's normal changing environment and everything there's stress there's also change in food that i did so there was all of those things in the first few weeks that were upside down but now since then there hasn't been any issues other than just a little bit more on the softer side which is which is also pretty normal could be normal. Yeah. I just find that some dogs, you could change between proteins and there's and never issues. Yeah. I never had that issue with Layla as a puppy. So she, she always had like great poops and everything, even though I changed from this protein to this protein, she never did. 
But her, she seems sensitive. So I already know. I have a cue that, oh, she's going to be sensitive yeah. on the gut. So I'm, exactly. I'm already protecting it now. So keep in mind, guys, that we say this a lot, but every dog's going to be different. We can't categorize them all as they're all going to react the same way or have the same type of symptom or the same type of signs. So we're covering right now, we just covered the puppy protocol. Uh, this is also something that we're going to cover in our puppy class. So yes. we do have a puppy class uh, that we're offering. It's a five-week program, and we're gonna. It's puppy plus. So it's you're gonna be getting a lot more information that you'd be getting with your uh, basic, if you will, puppy training five-week course, which is great. But we're also gonna touch on stuff like this of why it's important to do certain cures, why it's important to uh, vary and integrate different types of proteins, and how. So, um, so we're not only are we doing training, but we're adding the wellness side yes. with uh, the supplements and whole foods. What diet do we recommend? We tell you the difference between the diets of kibble or different types of uh, just nutrition that's out there so that you could make the right choice for your pup. Yeah, absolutely. So what about Layla? What, what do you give Layla for probiotics? So Layla pretty much, again, it's going to be one of those that I have. So usually for now, it's either I give her uh, Roots, uh, the wolf, or I'm going to give her the Fidoflora. Mm -hmm. And uh, with the Fidoflora specifically, uh, so her issue is that I noticed her, she does that during the summer. She'll eat grass and leaves. And she has a leaky eye. Mm -hmm. And it's even a stain. It stains on her, on her eyes, on the fur. And when I remove chicken and beef, I noticed a huge difference because it used to be both eyes that were stained. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. And now it's only one that still stains. Yeah. So now that chicken and beef is out, and now all I have to do is that I have to do maybe every three, four months, I re-add the probiotic in, boom, and then the, the stains are gone again. So she really, there's some uh, some sort of unbalance in her gut. Maybe it's from stress. Maybe it's from the environment. Because now it's not food-wise. Food because now she doesn't have diarrheas anymore. Chicken and beef, she used to always do me a diarrhea here there. Every time. All the time. Yeah. And I, has to, I had to clean her butt all the time. It was... Uh, it was not not great. Yeah. <laughs> and I think a lot of people, they just listen to this and like, yeah, that's me. That's with my dog. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't have these issues with uh, diarrhea anymore. But she still has a leaky eye. And then some people are going to be like, oh, really? Leaky eye could be maybe in the gut? Of course. Yes, it could be from the gut. There's something unbalanced in the inside. And the first place you're going to try is the gut. Mm. So probiotics is the first thing you try. Absolutely. And then... Now we're talking about a senior. I, I used to do it for uh, Myla, but what about Chef? So for Chef, since um, since he's gotten a bit older, like I mentioned a little bit earlier, I he's he has tumors that have come up. He has uh, some eye crust that'll come a bit more. He has uh, little bumps here and there. He has a few of those little things on his gums as well. Okay. And what I did notice is when I started giving him love bugs, they stopped growing. So he's on love bugs 30 days on 30 days off okay so i'm also giving them to my cat who's only a year old uh sh i don't give them to her as often as i give it to him i do for her maybe once or twice a year that's it um uh, but for chef yeah he's 30 days on 30 days off because his immune system is just not going to be as strong uh, yeah now when, that he's a little older when you become older well your immune system obviously is tired yeah. It's been going it's been working on for for a while now so why not just have the support yeah. With a supplement, a high quality supplement that's going to go and uh, help as much as possible to yeah. maybe use a few more months, years. Exactly. So for a senior's cure, I would say 30 days on and 30 days off is just about fine. You're supporting the immune system and you're still giving it a chance to support itself. It's not fully yet. There's some dogs that might need to be on probiotics all the time, guys. Yeah. That's very possible. You could notice that as soon as you stop taking the probiotic, there's loose stool or diarrhea. Yeah, so we, me with Myla, that's what I used to do because she had Cushing's disease and, well, she had medications and stuff, so there's kind of side effects. And she had loose stool. She had certain proteins, like duck used to be the best one. I noticed she had less. Her stool was much better. So, again, this is also a, something to notice. Mm -hmm. What am I giving? What does the stool look like? So that you, you see a te um, tendency, okay, is it going better with this protein or this protein? And then... You make a decision, okay, do I stop this protein? Do I keep giving it or not? 
Yeah, so something we can do as pet owners is really keep a journal of, okay, what did I feed them today? What was their mood today? What was their poop like today? It's a lot to note, but I'm telling you, if you have that kind of trend or tendency coming up, it might save you a whole lot. It might save you some money at the vet. It might save you products that you might not necessarily need, or it might direct you into the right products that you need. Absolutely. So then with Myla, I used to do... uh... I was pretty much like almost a puppy protocol because she was on medication and her immune... Because she had an autoimmune disease, right? Mm -hmm. So her immune system was very much affected. She was on all the time. I just used to alternate every month between Fidoflora and GutSense. Those were the two best ones for her. And at that point, I didn't... uh, The wolf was not out. Yeah. So, I mean, I would have probably added that one in. And also there's this new one that just came out. uh, Sand and Sea. Sand and sea? Or is it soil and... Soil and sea. Soil and sea. (laughs) That one is specifically to dogs with disease and autoimmune disease. So that one would have been super interesting to use. So it is interesting. And uh, just like fish oil, you want to change the type of fish oil to give variety. You want to switch it up. You also want to switch it up with probiotics. So we're going to go over... We're going to go over starting with Adored Beast because, again, you hear us talk about them a lot. We absolutely love them. They do extensive research on their products, um, well, to get their products where they are and to the quality that they're at. Uh, We have the utmost trust in this brand for that reason. And uh, we've had a lot of great results using their products. So we're going to go and talk about the different types of probiotics that they offer, what they do, and uh, why they might be right or not right for your dog. Love to know where we get all the products we talk about on our podcast? Head to musospa.com and use promo code DOGSPA to get 11% off your purchases. Exclusions do apply. Shipping is available all over Canada. Go on. So the first one is definitely the one that we sell the most and the one that we recommend the most. And this is for uh, basic dogs that don't necessarily have a specific health issue or a disease or whatnot, this is going to be the go-to probiotic. Yeah. So this is the go-to. You can, this is the one that you can also give to your cat. Um, this is the one I give to my cat. It has 30 billion bacteria, which is incredible. It's and one of the strongest ones. It's one of the strongest ones. It's one of the most concentrated and best quality. So we are talking about love bugs. So if you've come to our store, I'm sure you've heard one of us say love bugs here or there at some point, because this is how often we suggest this product to people. And more often than, well, pretty much all the time, we get a great result from that. So Love bugs is a friendly bacteria that act like the gut's defense system against bad or dangerous disease-causing bacteria. A gut that has a bountiful amount of this healthy, friendly, live bacteria enjoys a wonderful health benefit. So this is the basic description of this specific probiotic. Exactly. So this one is not for any real health concerns or it's except for, let's say, if there's a little bit of itching or tummy issues... And the goal is for supporting the immune system. It is great for daily proactive health. Uh, so technically, like I said, if like one of the clients had um, those little tags that it's viral and it was growing, well, this product is going to go on and boost the immune system from the gut. And then it's going to help to reduce these viral uh, yeah. things or bacteria situations. Upset stomach or chronic upset stomachs, like something that's just not necessarily a disease or a problem yet. Uh, That obviously, when we're talking disease, is that you had a diagnostic from a vet that told you your dog has an issue. Like, we can't really tell you, oh, your dog has this or your dog has that. We're just helping you as much as we can with the products, the different products that we have to recommend you which one. But this one is an overall for mm, every dog, every cat. Yeah. This one is really an overall great one to an- start with. Another time you might want to use love bugs is after uh, your dog's taken antibiotics. Uh, a lot of times, you know, they might be a little more sluggish. Or there's also clients, I'll suggest this too, if their dog lived a big period of stress or transition and they might be feeling a little under the weather and not quite themselves, this could be a good probiotic to just give their body that little bit of a boost to feel their best. Um, so that's love bugs. 
Yeah. Do we have anything we more have... to say about love bugs? No. That's pretty much. We I covered it we all. Have. Yeah. Okay. So the next one we're going to talk about is healthy gut. This is another one that we do suggest uh, for specific cases. It's for specific. Yes. So for better absorption absorption of nutrients after medication or antibiotics, toxins or those that could have leaky gut, skinny dogs. Uh, it's a blend of pre and probiotics as well as digestive enzymes. So I did say that love bugs would be good after medication. It is. This specific one, healthy gut, if your dog is not absorbing the nutrients from their food, uh, so that could be from leaky gut, like we said, that could be skinnier dogs. If, yeah, the dogs are like physically skinny, uh, could be the reason just because they have, they, they're having a hard time absorbing the food that they're eating. Yeah. And it's important if the dog's eating something and you're, he's eating it all and not, not, it's pooping all of it out. That's, that's kind of not really cool. No. And this is cats as well. Healthy gut can be used for cats as well. Yes. So let's say, uh, skinny dogs, cats with hairballs. Huh. I didn't Large know stool, volume, or malnourished animals. Any animal who is kibble fed is mostly the healthy gut that we could go for. Because kibble usually don't, we don't have good absorption that's from. True. It's harder to digest kibble that's compared true. to raw. So this would be another one that's great for um, to use healthy gut with. And then it brings a nutrient absorption rate from 40% to 80 or 90% up to 95%. That's wow. double. Wow. Double the absorption. That's amazing. So people are getting what they pay for from their kibble. Huh. That's interesting because, yeah, guys, you know, something that you might notice with kibble is if your dog's eating three cups of kibble and he's pooping out two cups... Well, that means they're not absorbing everything. And as Mel mentioned too, it takes longer to digest. So by using this probiotic uh, on and off, you might get better absorption rates, which yeah. means that you're going to get what you're paying for instead of your dog pooping half of it out. So let's <laughs> say we're not open-minded to trying a whole food diet or other types of food because you're like, you know what, my dog's picky and this is the one that he likes to eat, but he's pooping it all out. Well, add on the healthy gut on a protocol for your dog. Perfect. That's great. I didn't know that. That's great. Yeah. It's good information. It's really good to know because we want to get the best out of what we're, we're giving our pups. You know, every, every dog's different. Every situation's different. All right. So another one that we love also very much is Gutsu. Gutsu is a proprietary blend of anti-inflammatory herbs, nutraceuticals, and pre and probiotics that soothe and replenish the lining of the bowel, fight yeast, and combat unhealthy bacteria. So those that have nausea, vomiting, ulcers, or a lot of inflammation reject food as soon as they eat. So stomach aches, you might hear noises, you might have gas. Uh, basically, as soon as the dog's going to eat something, you're going to know something's up. Or when they have, we're, we saw in the description for yeast. So yeast infections, dogs that are licking their paws a lot and that their paws smell like Doritos or Cheetos. <laughs> This could be a good one to add. Chronic ear infections as well could be a little bit of a sign of Yeah, yeah because where they're usually where you're gonna get yeast is either from ear infections or from licking paws yeah. where it gets humid. Especially if those paws start to get develop a tinty like pink or brown color. Uh, so we have like specific things here. Uh, so it's gonna be good for situations of diarrhea, vomiting, lung issues, IBD, acid reflux, GERD. I don't know exactly what that is for inflammation of the digestive tract. So we really like this one for inflammation. Yeah. So if we know that maybe the dog has stomach burns specific to digestion. or nausea, anything that's going on in the stomach more or the upper part of the digestive tract, we're going to go and recommend this one more. Yep. So the last, uh, well, not the last one, but the last major probiotic uh, would be phytoflora. So technically, all the ones that we have spoken about right now, love bugs, healthy gut, uh, gut soothe, and phytoflora, they all have the same base of 30 billion bacteria. Which is love bugs. Which is love bugs. Yeah. Technically, the healthy gut, gut soothe, and phytoflora, they just have added ingredients to them. Yeah, so phytoflora, this was the first biologically uh, species-specific probiotic for your dog. So this one is not for cats. Yes. This is for your dog. This revolutionary product from dogs for dogs is a multi-strain probiotic blend featuring powerhouse minerals such as fulvic acid and humic acid, as well as prebiotic larch. Uh, this helps autoimmune allergies, inflammation, cancer, viruses, and infections. It'll also help the removal of toxins like heavy metals and other. 
Oh, that's interesting. So, I didn't know that. So then, Fido Flora could be a very good one for spring mm-hmm. for dogs. Yeah. So instead of maybe going for love bugs, we could go with Fido Flora, especially if we're talking allergies. Yeah. We know our dog already toxins. has issues with toxins, allergies, heavy metals. We could go with Fido Flora instead of going with love bugs for our spring cure. Perfect. And what else can we say? We already said it autoimmune disease, allergies has been or currently on antibiotics any dog that needs a detox okay so that's great it's a multi-use this would be a good combo with uh liver tonic yes that's what i was doing with myla because myla had medication and everything so and she had liver issues so that's why i was kind of doing the combo of fidoflora and liver tonic but not specifically if already fidoflora helps with detox yeah some dogs, basically, those that don't are not on medication, I wouldn't even use the liver tonic because that one yeah. is just an all-go... Yeah, of course. Multifunction of course. probiotic. If I can just say, if we stop where we're at right now, guys, we've covered so much already. This is why it, like, please, if you have any doubts, come and see us. There's just so many probiotics out there and we have to look at the back of the packaging. Not just, oh, I love the color, oh, it's a probiotic, it's good for my dog. What if it's only there to just help diarrhea? Yeah. You're not really going to restore the gut flora. You're not helping your dog. Oh, I heard that probiotics is good for itchy dogs. Well, we have to make sure we're buying the right one. The right one, exactly. So we're going to go into roots now. So this is the one you mentioned before with Athena. Uh, This is one of Adored Beast's new probiotics. Uh, It's called called Wolf. Uh, It's from the roots line. So basically, uh, it's going to reduce inflammation, which is a a very big issue, common issue all around. Uh, So it's going to balance the immune system. It's going to support intestinal microbiome health. It's going to strengthen the intestinal barrier of the gut, increase the production of short-chain fatty acids, and defend against pathogenic bacteria. So the gut of a wolf has not been domesticated, right? It hasn't been urbanized or subjected to the kinds of destructive factors that a dog's gut has been subjected to, especially after all these years of being domesticated. Therefore, they have maintained historical bacteria diversity that no longer exists in our canine companions. So they got this probiotic from wolf poop. It's technically wolf poop. Wolf poop? (laughs) But it's not poop in the bottle. It's it's extracted enzymes. Yeah, so it's extracted enzymes that, like they just said, it has bacterial diversity that no longer exists in dogs that we have domesticated dogs today. Because honestly, when I saw this product when it came out, and I saw we made a probiotic with wolf poop, I was like, what? <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> like, okay, I love you, adored beast, but what are you doing? But why? And then I went on and read the whole article, and then I was like, wow, is that so interesting. Yeah, I'm going to repeat it again, guys. If you want to know more about it, please go on the Adored, be- adored Beast website and check out the article. You're going to understand why what they did is revolutionary in the probiotic world, really. Oh my god, it's just amazing. The fact that it's specific to canine and it, com- and it comes ex- it comes from the gut of the wolf, which is a canine. So you can't go wrong with this one. Yeah. And that's the reason why I started with this one for Athena, because it was specific to canine and I wanted to make sure that it was as natural as possible. And honestly, she had, so- she had diarrhea and three days after it was done. So wow. it's, it, it's, it works. It's fast effective. It works very well. Uh, what we're going to do now is that we're going to talk about other pro, uh, probiotics that we have in store. Another and brand. different yeah. comparison of how many types of bacteria there is in each one. And the ones that I have a, I don't know, you could call it like a um, tableau. A chart for? A chart for different probiotics and how many types of... um, How many? Does they have millions, billions? How many bacteria there are in that probiotic? So even those that we don't have in store, we will mention a few of how many uh, bacteria there is inside. So we have Thrive. They have 500 million. Very important, that number. Mm -hmm. Compare 30 billion to 500 million and we're not saying that this is not good what we're saying is that there are stronger options there are stronger options if we want to really work with immune wise this is not going to be the best one except if we're going for digestive issues this product is very interesting so it's called pro gut go on and read it uh 
for us. So ProGut is a probiotic supplement containing a proprietary blend of essential vitamins and minerals plus digestive enzymes. So this is why we're talking about digestive specifically. Uh, and probiotics and prebiotic fiber agents. So Thrive's ProGut promotes a healthy digestive tract. Uh, it has kelp, which we spoke about uh, a little bit, guar gum, spirulina, slippery elm bark. We also mentioned that, how it coats the stomach to uh, help with nausea. Brewer's yeast, marshmallow root. Which is great for digestion. Absolutely. And citrus bio- bioflavonoids and linseed meal. So those are... Um, the certain uh, supplements that they've added yeah and said that they have the probiotics and the enzymes inside yeah so very interesting for digestive issues so when i had um clients with just digestive issues and they didn't want to go on and invest in love bugs mm-hmm. i would recommend them for, uh, pro, pro, gut. Uh, pro gut because it's so good for the gut there's Absolutely. just so many good ingredients it's in there. focused on that specifically exactly then we have another one that is specific it's a company from quebec actually yeah we're from where we're from so it's probio plus uh them they're at three billion which is already stronger than Thr- thrive yeah but not as strong as, as adorbees. adorbees so we have our middle, in the middle here yes yeah. so middle. this is a br- uh, company called buco plus and uh, the product is Probio Plus. So Solution Provio is uh, the other one that they have, the other line, yeah. which is similar again for the amount of billions of bacteria that there is inside. But that one is specific for, let's say, if the dog there's mo- um, transition transitionings for yeah. moving, if you're cha- uh, changing apartment or you're going to a different state, if you're changing uh, moving from another house. Um, stress situation. So let's say you're going once a, once a year to the vet. Well, go on and use this. Yeah, you're going on vacation. Going on vacation. Any types of changes where it could cause a stress, I would go on and use Solution Probio. Yeah. And Probio Plus could be great for just uh, digestive situations. But it's if you could still use it, because they sell it as a 14-day, I always recommend clients buy two. 30 days. Buy two boxes and it's 28 days. Yeah, uh, 28, 30 days. That's going to be your better... You're going to get better results with that type of cure. Than just doing a 14-day. 14-day is literally the minimum. It's where you're going to start seeing something and then your support stops. Exactly. So the company recommends a minimum of two weeks. But I, if I, we really want to go immune-wise, yeah. we have to go on and do at least 28 days. Yeah. So this is a great way to alternate. Let's say we want to do love bugs and we want to change different types of bacteria, I would do Probio Plus and then Love, love bugs. bugs. and alternate. And we alternate between the two. So going back to Solution Probio for the stress, um, yes. that's something that you guys might already identify with. That like, Let's say you go on vacation for a weekend and you leave your dog with your, your parents or your friend and the dog has diarrhea as soon as you're gone. That's a good sign that your dog is going through something stressful within them, that they can't communicate with you. There's your sign. That diarrhea or that vomiting... That's your sign that the gut is upset. The gut is affected by stress. So Solution Probio would be a good option for this type of situation. Absolutely. And I mean, this is a product that's specific here to Quebec. Might not be available outside of Canada. We Mm -hmm. would have to check. But I know we have it. We love it. Also, another one that we're going to have in store soon is uh, Baby Flora. From yes, them, which yes. is great for puppies. Yeah. So it's a in a pate form a inside support. a syringe. Yeah. So you give a certain amount of milliliters to boost after a, a training session or a moment of stress, anything regarding because puppies, you know, they're new. They just came to your house. They're nervous. They're stressed. It's a great way to boost and just give that. So, so this is more of a richer support. Richer support, like a boost and boom, one yeah. shot. It's not some. This is not something i would do every day because it would be expensive yeah it's a syringe that has a certain amount of milliliters and then if you're using two milliliters every day you're going to go through a bunch of syringes so even if you're doing a training session and giving a lot of treats you want to support the gut this would be something you use as well because the dog technically as a puppy especially uh he's not only eating his food but now we're training him as well it's overwhelming we're we're giving a lot of treats yeah. And the treats could loosen the stool. For sure. You know, because maybe we're giving too much liver and then it might loosen the stools because it's too, too rich. And that's where we add the baby flora Perfect. at that point. So that's great. Now, other ones on the market. Now, I just want to go on in the chart and look with you guys. But there is another one that's stronger than love bugs. And it's Dr. Mercola. 
If you guys know her, it's uh, Karen Becker. She's a very, very known vet. She wrote the Forever Dog book. We love that book, by the way. Um, so that's one of the strongest ones on the market. It's at 38 billion. Stronger than love bugs. It's yeah. stronger than love bugs. So, so we you have know another what? option. <laughs> If you guys can't find the love bugs and you find Mercola, we accept it just as much because it's from two different vets. And it's generalized. It's from well. doctors. They're both vets. Two amazing products. So if you guys don't have access to love bugs and you find Mercola on the market, get the Mercola. Other than that, then I talked about Dr. Dobias. They're at 10 billion, okay. which is pretty good. Yep. And then there's Carnivore Flora, yeah. which is another brand that we know, but I haven't really noticed in our suppliers if we could get this I one. I haven't noticed either. But no. they're at 18 billion, okay, which so is we not bad. We definitely have a variety of different options. Absolutely. There's so many, but like I said, there's so many on the market. doesn't mean they're all good. So we were talking about Dr. Dobias. Yes. So we actually have a promo code. We have a promo code. So what we could do is that we'll add it to the description below mm -hmm. uh, in our podcast our code because we can't sell it in our store yeah. the products comes from a vet in the states and he said that to do wholesale uh he's not going to be making any profit if he's sending it to the yeah. stores so what he does that we become ambassadors for them and uh what you do is that you just go on their website use the promo code and you get a discount on so yeah we definitely support dr dobias we also mention him a lot in the articles that he uh, that he writes if you guys are not following him go ahead, do yourself a favor, because they're going to talk about so much. He is literally one of the best vets out there for well-being. Mm -hmm. Honestly, he gives such good information. He does lives on Facebook. He's just great. Like, I also is another one that I read all his, his newsletters, because he has so much good information yeah. to give. And, and it varies, varies a lot with different things, like you said, focused on well-being. And the same thing that he does is that he, from his, all of his dogs that he had, he tries things with them, his clients, he's a vet, right? So he has clients, he has tried many protocols with different clients, and he knows what works and what doesn't work. Yeah. So his line of products are amazing, and his omega-3, his calamari oil, and it's one that has no heavy metals Perfect. so another product that we really love from him is that if not the gut sense was a really awesome product that i loved as well for my own dog that was sick so those two products number one and he also has green min and other things that are great so just go on the description below for the promo code for dr dobias that are not sold on our website Okay, so, so uh, just to keep looking in the chart, because I just want to go on and see the other ones, fast, fast. Uh, the brands that I kind of look, because I don't want to tell every everything. So the other ones are all 4 billion and less. There's Alpha Omega that I've seen the bottle a lot in stores. It's at 2.4 billion. It's still so-so. It's less than Probio Plus. And then Purina Fortiflora. Guys, that's the one that the vets sell. It's at a hundred million. So we said Thrive is at five hundred million. So even Thrive is stronger than the one from the vet. Technically, this one is just enough bacteria to get rid of diarrhea. So But that's it. So if you go to the vet, you go for a consultation for diarrhea, they could prescribe or just give you because it's not a prescription. They'll just say, hey, give Fortiflora, put it on the food, and that's it. And it's going to get rid of diarrhea for sure. Is it restoring the gut flora? No. It's really just helping with diarrhea. So other than that, let me see if I see anything else uh, that I could see. No, that's pretty much it. So pretty much Fortiflora is the weakest one on the market. And that's the one I hear a lot of people of. use. Yeah. yeah, because people, it's it's normal that you... Your dog has diarrhea, you're worried, you go to the vet. Yeah, And what does sure. the vet sell you? That's what you take. For sure. We just want to remind you guys, too, that you want to look at the quality. You want to look at the ingredients. It's not always going to be the most expensive one that's going to be the best one for you. That's why you really want to be informed. Just to be informed that there's a lot of probiotics on the market and they each have their own job. If on the moment, on the fly, you went to the vet, you were worried, you got the Fortiflora, great. But after you're done Fortiflora go on and do either love bugs or Morcola 
or Dr. Dobias to do a restore of the gut flora. Or send us a message, contact us. And contact we'll us and we'll help you decide on which uh, probiotic would be the best for yes. your pup. So after everything we've covered, the one thing that, well, I think we said it a few times, but we want to reiterate it in bold, keep them in the fridge. Oh yeah, that's that's <laughs> definitely important. I actually highlighted it on our script. <laughs> Because some people, they just... Well, we sell it on our shelf yeah. because they're closed and they're yes. sealed. Yes. But once you open it, it definitely... It's bacteria. And bacteria is very sensitive to yep. change in temperature. Temperature, light, anything like that. We don't want to compromise that. We're playing with... We don't... It's not medication. But I mean, it's medication in a way. Well, I mean, if let's say your, your probiotic stays in the car in the heat. Yeah. Well, you went from maybe 30 billion to half of it or that's even it more. and then everything you just paid for is kind of down the drain exactly and it's not going to help your dog the way you want <laughs> no so it's very very important uh to keep it in the fridge and like that it will last pretty much the whole expiry date and even at that we have contacted adored beast to ask them hey after your product expiry date is it still good it's they a just, best before it's a best before so it's the efficiency will still be there it just won't be as strong so it's if you so if you still have it in your fridge and you want to use it as long as it doesn't smell bad and it hasn't been like two years i could still use it yep. no problemo absolutely so that was a lot of information please if you have any doubts concerns questions curiosities Send them our way because we'd like to give you as much information that you're looking for. Uh, it was a lot, uh, but it's also very important. Absolutely. So if you want anything more personalized because you're worried and you're not quite sure which one to get, uh, let us know. We will definitely be there to help you. And if not, just go on and listen back to this podcast again and take notes because there's a lot of information. So by taking notes, then you'll know how to go and purchase it, which one. And, and everything. Yep. So stay tuned, guys. Our next uh, podcast episode is going to be on environment. So environmental stressors, allergies, uh, how to prevent um, any types of environmental stressors and how to take control of that. So thanks again for tuning in. Make sure you share, uh, subscribe, and talk about it to your friends because the more information you have, the better it is for your pub. Yep, and uh, that's all we care about is the wellness of all of the doggies. Alright guys, so we'll see each other next time. Bye! See ya! <laughs>